Hello guys, welcome back to the State Shifters podcast. My name is Jordan Kalish and this podcast is really for anyone who's looking to level up, to shift their state, to move into an elevated state of being so you can start to have the impact you want to have on the world and really discover your truest and fullest expression. And on this episode, I have a good chat with my my friend Alex Waters and if anyone has been following my journey on social media and have been sharing what I've been putting out this week or the last 10 days, you'll know that I've had a, a pretty big week. I've moved house and moving in general is a pretty big step. Um, but I've moved around a lot over the last three years, living in Toronto and, and flying back and forth from here in Australia. And I've moved house quite a few times. So, what I've noticed when it comes to moving houses, it kind of signifies a big new chapter. It signifies a, a blank canvas, new beginnings. Um, but I really put the stamp on this new beginning and with combining my first ever five MEO DMT journey on the same weekend that, that I moved house. And Alex is actually the man who I shared this experience with. And uh, he was the one who was able to make the connection for me and, and really set up and create this opportunity for us to go out and, and explore and participate in this in this plant medicine, this powerful plant medicine. So, you know, Alex and I wanted to discuss some of our insights and some of our, I guess, experience from the weekend that was. And Alex is such an amazing human. He's from Perth as well. We really dive deep into really like plant medicines and really how to start to discover who you really are underneath the surface of things. Obviously, plant medicines being one of the tools in which we've used for that. But this was a really interesting conversation. And I wanted to invite you guys to reach out to me if there's anything in what we shared or discussed today. Like if you're interested in learning more, more about plant medicine or if you're interested in learning about really taking your inner process to the next level, send me an email, jordan at stateshifters.com and we can have a conversation. But without further ado, enjoy today's episode, guys. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind body and soul okay alex waters brother welcome to the state shifters podcast my man how you doing good to be here bro sitting in my car <laughs> <laughs> yeah you've locked yourself out of the house so you've uh you've had to make makeshift studios in the car but that's okay we're still gonna have a, a yeah. good conversation here, man and Mate, it's a, it's a real honor to have you on here, bro, because at the time of this recording, we're about a week and a half past our plant medicine journey with the, the toad medicine. And for people who've been following along with the stuff I've been sharing on social media, they'll know that you know, I embarked on my first five MEO DMT journey. And, and you were the person who were, kind of made that happen, allowed that to happen through the way we connected on, on Instagram. We caught up and all of a sudden, you know, the conversation turned into talking about psychedelics and, and you opened up the, the opportunity for that to happen here in Perth. So I'm, I'm really grateful for you, man. And I wanted to bring you onto the podcast and really maybe we could discuss like some of the insights we had on, on that day. And, and obviously we went out there together, shared the experience together and it was really special. And as we were just saying before we jumped on here, it was we're really still feeling this afterglow from that whole experience. So man, maybe before we dive into that, would, would you want to just give people a little bit of a background, I guess, as to how you arrived at the point in your journey where you were ready to embark on the, on the most potent psychedelic there is? At what point, how did you get to this place? Yeah, well, um, yeah, it was, uh, and thanks for having me, by the way. Um, 
I mean, it was a really profound experience for me on Sunday as well. And we did or just over a week ago now, but it wasn't actually the first time that I had done toads. It was, you know, I'd sat before back in late 2018 and, um, yeah, I, I suppose I'm an entrepreneur. I've owned several businesses. I've been, you know, kind of on a, a spiritual journey or journey of self-discovery as I kind of like to call it since, well, probably forever really, but, you know, probably accelerated since late 2017 really was when I discovered personal development on a whole different level and started discovering psychedelics and plant medicine and yeah, inquiring deeper within. And, uh, you know, when we caught up a couple of weeks ago, it was the toad was something I'd, I'd felt was calling me for a while. And I probably just hadn't had the prod to go myself. And because it is having done it before, it's, you know, so something you kind of just jump into lightly, I suppose. Mm. So yeah, when we caught up and we talked about it, just that prod was enough for me to go, yeah, all right, it's the time and let's get it locked in. And we did and a week later we were we were going so yeah and love love a good prod <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> and uh it was. it was the same same thing for you for you uh, for me with you which was like i came across the, the toad while i was in toronto but the time wasn't right i didn't feel ready and then when you mentioned it i was like you know what i, I feel i feel ready like this is this this seems right to me so yeah the whole the whole experience was really profound and maybe like I, i'd be curious to to get your perspective, first of all, on, on, on what unfolded for you, because we sat with the medicine three times on the day, you know, we drove out to Jaredale about 30 minutes sort of south and inland from Perth. And we had the beautiful, the, the most beautiful setting for it, man. I just really loved the location, you know, some of the birds and just the nature that we were around. We couldn't have asked for a better, a better place, but maybe if you're open to sharing, like what were your intentions going into the journey and do you, what do you feel like you experienced? What'd you get out of it? Yeah. You know, for me, I just kind of had this feeling I needed a reset and some of the words having experienced toe before some of the words I used were things like, you know, I'm really, I really just need to dissolve. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that's kind of what it is. You just dissolve. So yeah, that, that was really my intention. And then when I got there, I realized, you know, I, I had, a lot of fear around it. I had a lot of fear sitting there on a number of things and it was actually about letting go of the fear of letting go. <laughs> so like what, what I had this fear of completely letting go of everything and my you know, attachments and the ego and everything like as in what, what will happen. I'm afraid of who I'll become and, you know, I'll, I'll afraid I'll be crazy even, you know, that, that just fears like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, my experience was, I, I describe it as, you know, one of the most profound experiences of my life. I've had two other profound experiences where in the moment I was like, this is actually physically changed who I am. You know, I feel different as a person. The first one was, you know, in 2018 when I, I took about eight grams of mushrooms and had an insane experience with psilocybin mushrooms. And then the next was in 2019 when my son was born and just witnessing him being born and mm. holding him in my arms and him looking into my eyes for the very first time, me being like, wow, my, you know, this just changed everything. And, and the third one, you know, was the, the recent toad journey. I just, yeah, I experienced 
it's so hard to put into words, but I experienced myself as everything for the first time ever. I completely let myself go and I completely let go into it, into the experience of it. I let everything go. And like, I let go of all my fear. I let go of doubt, you know, everything just in that experience. Cause you can, you can fight it, you know, you can resist it. You can feel all of that. And I just completely let go of everything. And it was so powerful. And I, I had a huge release, you know, kind of coming out of it where I, I was crying a lot and it was like, I was crying because there was, it was like the realization of, Oh my God, I, I can't believe I've held on to so much for so long. And to be relieved of that burden and to sort of access this new place of freedom that I felt in that moment and liberation was overwhelming. It was so overwhelming. And, you know, I, I sort of brings it straight back as I'm talking about it now, like just, it was such a powerful experience, man. Like the most, yeah, like mind blowing life changing experience. Yeah. I feel you, brother. I feel you on that. So, you're bringing me back and, and helping me put the pieces together around my experience as well, because I felt something really similar. Like my, my, the second time I sat with it, man, I had, a, I don't know if you remember seeing what happened, but for me, it was like really scary, but really liberating at the same time. And I remember the second time I, I took it, you mentioned that fear of, of holding on, you know, the mind trying to grab onto like the last like fabric of reality. And it showed me some of my, my darkest fears that were down there and like being thrown into that, that, that fear and facing it almost like, it's almost like I had to come face to face with my own death. And on the other end of it was this like resurrection and rebirth. Like you just said, it brings this feeling of overwhelming joy and, and liberation because you realize you're carrying around carrying around some this burden, this fear that was down there all along that's cutting us off from experiencing the true bliss and lightness and joy and love that, that life has to offer, right? We, we don't even realize it's down there. And, and I felt the same thing. Just like, for me, it was like laughter and tears in a way that I hadn't experienced before. I can't, I don't have a word to describe that emotional experience, which is why this journey was so impactful. I don't have a word to describe that. Laughing yeah. at life and then crying at how, how much we dramatize life in our heads. And I'd still think like I resisted a lot of it, but I did have a, a big breakthrough that allowed me to experience that. So how would you compare mm. this to your first time doing it? Because this was my first time. So I'm obviously curious to know like, what were you able to let go the second time? Was the second time uh, a more impactful experience because you had that awareness to know that I just need to let go and surrender here? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think the first time I sat a couple of years ago, or 18 months ago, let's say, it was, it was a profound experience, but it in ways felt more of the same, as in it was a reminder of kind of unconditional love and, you know, oneness. That was kind of the experience I had, but it, it didn't feel new to me. It didn't feel, so certainly the, the experience was new, but the realization or the feeling I got after and, you know, wasn't necessarily new, new. And yeah, I think this time was just so profound because of who I am now versus who I was then and everything I'd been through after and new awareness and, you know, all of those things. So I think that's why, you know, plant medicines are so powerful. And it's reminded me that 
they can be used and you know over time and you get different things from them it'll bring out things when you're ready and when it's your time you know that's that's all there is to it i think yeah yeah i think that's the beautiful part about it it's like whatever experience we had was just the experience we needed to have to take us to that next step in our journey and i truly believe that was the case like i it, it was just what I needed. And we probably each had our own very unique individualized experiences based on where we're at in our evolution, you know? And I feel the after effects, like we were discussing before we started recording this, the after effects have, have kind of like followed on now into our, into our everyday life. But I don't know about you, but for me, it's still been about like trying to integrate, okay, what, what did that experience show me? And then how do I now want to maintain or carry that that lesson forward into my life in the way that I show up around people, my business. So I'm curious to know like that integration process for you, how, how has, has that looked? And yeah, like what, what has been those, those main shifts that you've now noticed afterwards, like a week and a half after? Mm, yeah. I, I mean, I, I feel like taking the kind of spiritual interpretation out of the experience. It's just, it just feels like a real reset mm. um, button has been, been pressed. And for me, I have come away with what feels like no fear and I've been kind of taking my time to ensure that now the actions I'm taking in reality match my desire and my vision for my life and that I'm actually, you know, really truly aligned to that. It's it's almost given me even more clarity. Like it's like you can't lie to yourself. And even if you like don't consider yourself someone who lies to themselves we all like sometimes do it on different levels right even our unconscious is lying to us about things and i say that because like we're all creating stories and meanings about everything our unconscious creates stories and meanings about things like it's just how we work as human beings so it just feels like it's completely obliterated all of that and it's it's virtually impossible to lie to myself at the moment which makes it so much easier to like move forward and take action in the, in the right things. Cause I can clearly see why I'm not taking action. So yeah, for me, that's been a big thing. You know, I've had many big journeys in the past where I've kind of been stuck in this, uh, or not stuck, but I've been really been in the haze of the journey for some time afterwards and haven't actually taken any action in reality towards changing. And sometimes that's necessary too, but I think the magic is when we can integrate this into, into reality so that we experience our reality changing and shifting and experience what we, you know, truly desire out of life. So for me, that's been focusing on, you know, really on my health and fitness. And I just had an operation on my leg recently. So healing through that and, and doing what I can as opposed to doing nothing. And yeah, like in terms of my businesses, just really nailing in on, on that, on the things that I, say I want out of them and, and I'm taking action towards creating all of that now. So yeah. Phenomenal, man. Phenomenal. Yeah. And like yeah. just du- doubling, like doubling down on the action, you know? Mm. Yeah, ev- yeah. Even more committed. Yeah. It's like the action is now coming from, from more inspired, clear and, and like, yeah, the quality of our action, like in the sense is now being raised dramatically because the energy behind our action is, is a lot more pure. 
And like I, I, you nailed it with like the reset, this reset button that it hit. I feel like it blast open all my energy centers and I, I feel like my crown chakra has just been blasted open because now every time I go into my meditations, I feel I'm able to like tap into this, this, this higher frequency. And I feel inside of me, I feel like I really want to just like nurture this, nurture this, this opening, this energy that's now coming through. You know what I mean? Like the last thing I feel like doing is going out and and drinking alcohol or eating bad food or, or, or closing off that, that channel that's been opened, that portal. So if anything, it's, it's helped me maintain so much more discipline and diligence and like commitment to my practices because I just want to like support this energy and keep it there, you know, and really allow it to keep moving through me. And for me, that's like been, been breath work has been a great way of just like keeping that energy active. And I'm just really fascinated by all of that, how, you know, the pineal gland, you know, it's where the DMT gets secre- secreted from. When you go on an experience like this, it's sort of like you're just like exploding the pineal gland open. And once you get a taste for like how readily available DMT is and how to start to you know, tap into it yourself, it's sort of like it brings so much more for me, like information, information in the form of the way you can tap into emotions. Like for people who listen to this and they into like manifesting and creating the life they want and manifesting or the simple way to manifest is just feel good all the time. And the way, the way I, I feel after taking this medicine is I feel lighter and I'm able to tap into emotions like gratitude, appreciation, joy, excitement, acceptance, in, in a lot, just very, in a lot more effective way. I don't know if you, you're feeling that as well, but I just feel like I'm not holding on to as much stuff and we're not holding on to as much stuff. We're, we're lighter. We just like feel like, I don't know. I just feel like I have more energy. Would you agree? Mm, Do you feel the same? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the terminology I would use is probably at peace as opposed to feeling good because I think feeling, you know, a lot of people get stuck on that we're supposed to feel happy and light all the time. But actually my perspective is, is that that's not natural to feel that. So it's like at peace and, and just things come up, but I'm just at peace with it. Like it mm-hmm. just is what it is and, you know, just breathe and, and move on. Yeah, there's definitely... It's like I've got a heightened sense of awareness around any conflict that my mind is creating. Yeah, which I think therefore means, you know, I get triggered or an emotion comes up or whatever and you've got, I've got a heightened sense of awareness about that and why it is. And it's so much, it's been much easier for me to, to not get caught in any story and just see it for what it is and kind of just like move on. <laughs> mm. yeah yeah like that the heightened present moment awareness like for me is is the most powerful tool we can cultivate or develop because when we're not like present we miss out on noticing where all these stories are coming from and one of the things i've, I've noticed recently dude that which is why i chose to embark on that this this journey this with the toad was um a lot of our emotional imprints meaning like our emotional wounds get formed before the age of seven before we can mentally construct a story around what these emotions mean, what these like people call them traumas. I don't really like using that word because it sounds a bit intense, but like just like growing up, maybe we didn't get love at certain points in time. Our parents, you know, didn't like weren't there for us when we were little babies and we little insignificant moments, but leave emotional imprints on our subconscious. And a lot of the times if these imprints aren't integrated into the present moment and processed, 
life will just replay out the same patterns emotionally until we reintegrate our past. And Mm. I see plant medicines being such a powerful tool in, in revealing where these emotional imprints are because we can't even see them. We we don't even know they're down there. So it's almost like the the toad for me, because in my first journey, my first sitting with it was a lot of anger. Like you can see in, in the video, a lot of anger comes out, out of me. Like I was like, holy shit, where, where that come from? Didn't know that was down there. It, it, there's, there's, we have these suppressed energies and emotions that are, that are in, stuck inside of us that sometimes we can't, we can't access because our, our conceptual mind is closed off from being able to tune into it. So the, I think that what we're experiencing is like this level of purity, the reset button, meaning like emotions have been like liberated from our body. And now we're accessing depth to our being that we haven't had before. Uh, so, so for me, it's like the maintenance of that is can we maintain awareness in, the, in this moment, in the present moment? So just like notice if there's any other like remnants or any other things that we need to let go of throughout our process, throughout our journey. And it seems like because you've engaged, you've engaged so much in like your own development that you're like sharpening that awareness, eh? Like is, it, is there any other, anything else that has helped you become more self-aware or just notice when you're holding on to something and if you don't have access to plant medicines, what do you... What we, what will you do? What do you do? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I think there's been a couple of different parts to my journey that I'll talk through that, you know, I started off getting coaching with press and smiles and you know, did the bridge experience and extreme leadership and then did one-on-one coaching. Um, if you don't know Preston, highly recommend you look him up. And uh, yeah, I did six months one-on-one coaching with him and then, you know, got involved in being a coach and kind of in the, that community. And for me, that was a big part of my growth. And then actually, I feel like the next stage was when I sort of stepped away from all of that. I, I, you know, I think my experience of kind of that coaching community was that there's a lot of people actually in many ways trying to feel good all the time. And so, and I was trying to do this. And so almost like trying to avoid negative events in life. And like, there's so much focus on who you want to become and you know, that sort of stuff, you get caught up in overanalyzing everything. Mm-hmm. And then life just doesn't, it's just not happening then because you're just so like caught up in, in things. At least that was my experience. And so the magic really started to happen for me when I went through some pretty hard stuff in life and it just like life kicked, kicked my ass basically. You know, I had a, had a child and then three months later, his mum and I split up and going through that and not being able to see him at certain points and having to face myself in all of that. I broke my femur at the same time, my right femur. So, you know, it was just everything got ripped away from me. It felt like life was crushing me. And, you know, I kind of pushed away everyone, all my self-help, like all the coaches and everything. I pushed everyone away. And it was from that period, which was like mid-2019, basically the last 12 months, that I feel like I've been able to cultivate a real level of self-trust, which is just unshakable now. I, I really feel that. And that's been incredibly potent for me. And, and psychedelics have helped me on my journey with that. But, you know, if I don't have access to plant medicine, just things like good, healthy eating practices, meditation, good sleep. I, I think we actually underestimate how much sleep plays into our emotional states and our reactivity. Um, and there are actually also uh, studies that talk about certain foods over consumption of certain foods, putting your body 
into more of your sympathetic or parasympathetic nervous system. Either way, which um, you know is your fight, fight or flight response, you know your stress response. So, yeah, those things for me. I've just actually got a new device called a Whoop. Oh, which cool! You can see on my wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that connects to my phone, and it's tracking my sleep and telling me basically I'm not recovering enough. Sort of like um, the Aura Ring. You heard of the Aura Ring, eh? Yeah, similar, yeah. similar things. So, yeah, basically that's been my big focus at the moment. Like I am meditating roughly 15 minutes a day at the moment. You know, I go to a sauna once a week and do some breath work as well. And when I can fit those things in, I, I will, but I think good nutrition, lots of water and, and good recovery and sleep is like prime right now. Cause I, I, I haven't had that nailed probably ever like all at once, you know, the trifecta nutrition, water and sleep. So yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah, you're on. You're onto that, brother. Like I feel sleep. You nailed it. Sleep is so underestimated in terms of the impact that it has on just the quality of uh, of the way we feel. So uh, yeah, I second yeah. that for sure. You, you said know, the biggest about- thing was I was just um like I was like I'm getting eight hours sleep. Like I'm mm. going to bed at nine p.m. and I'm waking up at six or whatever, and that's nine hours. Um, you know, and and this device, and I was waking up feeling tired still, and so this device is telling me actually. My sleep is much. like, yeah, no, 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 not that. It said like it's taking me twenty minutes oh, to fall asleep. Quality is not got, Yeah. Then I've got so many disruptions during the night, and then you know this and that, and so really, I'm in bed for nine hours, but I'm only getting you know two hours of REM sleep, two hours of deep sleep, and you know a little bit of light sleep, and so of course I'm waking up tired because I'm only recovering it between sixty to seventy percent of one hundred percent recovery. Um, so yeah, it's been, you know, facts don't lie and, uh, it's been, it's been awesome to have that information and data available to me. I've only had this four days now, so, and it's already been a game changer. Yeah. I've been, I've been tracking my sleep and and all those little like diet little, little tweaks for, for probably the last like three years. That was probably, that was probably my first entry point into like personal development was through like biohacking and health and diet. Mm. And you're right in saying the minute you start tracking and measuring stuff, that's when things start improving. Like you check every single day. Okay. What was my sleep today? Cool. Uh, what did I eat last night? What time did I go to bed? What impacted, what resulted in me having really good sleep or really shit sleep? And you start to mm. just like tweak, tweak things and you notice. So yeah, it, taking care of the, the mind and body is, is essential. But I wanted to mention something that you just said, man, around like self-trust. I really, I really like that word because it can be very easy right now to, to not have like trust and faith, right? Like around what's going on globally, it can be easy to, to lose faith in, in that things are going to work out, that things are going to be going to be good. Or it can be easy to, to, to not have faith and trust in the direction that life is trying to pull us. A lot of people will cling on to old jobs, old relationships or old scenarios out of like fear, like safety, yeah, life's trying to pull them in one direction, but they'll say, oh, no, no, I just want to keep things safe and comfortable. And I really feel like now is the time that when people, when we're getting called to, to go in a certain direction, whether it be leave a job or start that business or whatever it is, like now is the time to do it because systems are collapsing. Things, things are being shaken up in a really like really big way. At the time of this recording, we're still, you know, coronavirus, you know, Melbourne and lots of different cities are still, heavily locked down. Like this is pretty intense, right? Like what is your suggestion to someone if they want to start to cultivate more self-trust? Like, like you've just 
described to me because I can feel it in you. Like, does everyone go out and do some toad medicine to find this level of self-trust or like how, you know, where can someone start to, to look at how to, to trust themselves more? You feel me? Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it is an incredibly powerful thing to cultivate. You know, yesterday was the best time to start anything. So today is the second best time to start yeah. it, they say. <laughs> yeah. I think it's just about like letting yourself think outside of the box, letting yourself think about what your vision is and what you want for your life and then actually taking action steps towards that. It doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to know everything. Just the process of getting started. I've gotten started so many different times. Like, I, you know, I've now, uh, I just sold out of one business. I've, you know, you know, I wrote an email to my email list like probably a year and a half ago. It was like my 15 biggest failures in life. And I ended the email by saying, I actually don't consider any of these things failures. It's just like things that I've done that I imagine if I imagine most people in their head, if it was their experience would transpose to, Oh, this is a failure. I failed. I need mm. to stop. You know, life is just a process. It's just, a, it's just a journey. You can't fail. You know, like the end destination is death. We'll get there. So what have we got to lose? Mm. You know, so cultivating self-trust is, is really that process of, going through, you know, making mistakes, you know, just taking action on things and, and believing in yourself and following through and being your word to yourself first and foremost. I was able to cultivate it where, you know, for so long in my life, I'd kind of been really, if I look back at my life up until probably a year ago, I was deemed very successful by people and, you know, I have been very successful in business and I had good things happen in my life. But really, there's been all these different phases and, and I recognized myself, I was just trying to be someone else. I was copying someone else's methodology of doing things. I was, you know, this coach over here, this real estate coach, I'm going to follow his methodology and I'm going to do this and, oh, this is someone else's plan and this is what's worked for them. I'm going to do that. So self-trust for me was cultivated the moment I pushed everything away and was like, you know what, fuck off. I literally unfollowed, I, I started, I unfollowed everyone on Instagram and followed like 12 people my family and like a couple of close friends. I just had to delete everyone. Every wasn't about deleting people. It was about removing external influences completely so that I could cultivate myself and who I was and what I wanted and what I thought was right for me. I had to block out the noise. So it was such a powerful, powerful thing to do for myself to give myself that space to go, you know what? I've tried doing everything that everyone else has told me to do. I've even followed this, this coach has said, and I've followed these practices and it still fucking blew up in my face. So mm. why don't I, why don't I, I just need to start listening to me and um, yeah, man, it's really fucking powerful. Damn. I love that, bro. Fucking love that. Just like, yeah. Cause I, I will admit I, I've, I have a tendency and I have in the past to, you know, when I began this journey, like, trying to leave, leave the accounting world, right. And try to find my, find my own voice and find my own direction. Like I realized how much I'd listen to other people. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Like I'm, I'm a great listener, put my hand up, but there comes a point where, you know, no book, no one else's opinion, no, no YouTube series, no online course is going to show you what the right thing is for you to do. Only, only, you know that. And to get access to that, you, you like you said, you got to just switch off, switch off. Like, unfollow people, silence all the, all the opinions and noise coming in. And really for the first time 
start to hear and listen to what your intuition and your heart is trying to tell you. Really, for me, that, that has been like a, a focus. It, it's, it's a priority for me at times now to not read a book, not listen to a podcast, not like not want to call someone up, just like just, just be with myself, not have, mm. to, not have any inputs, you know, because there's in a world where there's so many inputs, man, there's so many podcasts and opinions we can get about like how we should live our life. But ultimately, I, I know when I silence my mind and, and, and connect with myself, what comes through is always something unique, pure, and like just for me. Like it's something life will give me like whispers. Like I go this way, go and do toe medicine with Alex. Like it was just like, okay, this is, this is it. I just know that this feels right. And mm. the self-trust that you talk about is about just following, learning to follow that without doubting it, you know? And you, I, sen- I can sense you're really good at that, man, based on the life experience you've had. And if anything, I, I really would invite people to, start to lean, like lean into that a little bit more. Like too many people are playing safe, man. And I'm, I want to start calling people out on it. Like if you're playing safe, it's not the time. And sometimes that first step someone takes doesn't have to be a big step. It could be something like quite small. It doesn't have to be go out and do a plant medicine ceremony. It could be something like start that Instagram page you've been, you've been wanting to do or share that piece of content or have that conversation or whatever that little thing is that's going to start them off into you know, following that feeling emphasizing now is the time to do it. Um, mm. So let me, yeah. let me, let me share you a part of that, that email that I sent out. If I Please. can remember some of it and even, and even some of the things that I've just, that have just transpired this year. I own half of a real estate agency now that I, I founded and I sold half last year. I own an outsourcing agency in the Philippines, did own another real estate agency that just sold out of. But, you know, I remember talking about this email. It was like, I started an isogenics business and like did it for two months and then was like, nah, fuck this. It's not what I want to do. Move on. Right. I tried to structure a, a deal buying another real estate business. Thought it was going to be easy. It was like a hundred, you know, sort of like a $200,000 deal basically by doing it and bringing on that new business and not putting the right things in place. One of my businesses lost like 200 grand's worth of business <laughs> going, going out. That business lost it. So it was just like wasted money, right? There's that. You know, this year alone, coming into this year, me and one of my fr- good friends, we're like going to go into business together. And we had all these big plans and we had several meetings with, we were going to start an investment group and we were going to go and build like between three to five different businesses, some around property, a couple around other things. And you know, we'd had like three or four lunch meetings with someone who was, we were, basically priming to be a GM of, of one of these companies. And, you know, we're talking numbers and ideas and planning and, and then, you know, like things didn't work out there. And him and I had a conversation, something kind of happened with another deal we're involved in. We both decided it wasn't best for us to work together and we moved on, but we'd created an Instagram page for that thing. Like we'd, you know what I mean? Like, Mm. do I, do I care? Does it look like a failure? Maybe, I don't know, I don't know, you know, but I learned so much from that interaction and I just think like the only end goal is death, like the only destination is death, right? So everything else you do, you're just going to learn from and that's, that's all there is to it. I think just really, I really wanted to reiterate that because, you know, you talk about people playing safe. I've been playing safe in, in my own way, in my own areas and I think that's something the toad has really helped me just like blast out of my mind. But it's all based on playing safe is all based on false fear or story that you tell yourself because it's based on what ifs and what if someone judges me? What if I'm not good enough? What if it doesn't work out? What if it fails? What if 
this? What if that, you know, it's all made up in your head. And yeah. even if what if happens, what if, so what, what if like you learn yeah. from it, you know, I, I think there's, there's a powerful, you know, there's this power, there's this power in just choosing to experience more of life. Um, and you do that by jumping in the deep end and trying to swim. So, hmm. Yeah, I feel one of the things that Toad helped me kind of embody was the the notion that like nothing actually matters. Yeah, no, nothing doesn't. actually matters that much. It doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> you know? Like, it, and and it was another like one of my favorite quotes is "There's nowhere to go and there's nothing to do." And realizing this, we can go anywhere and do anything. And yeah, that, that to me is like it, it frees you from this notion that you have to do anything. You're not. You don't have yeah. to do anything. <laughs> Like no one's forcing you to do anything. And ultimately, like you said, like there is no failing. There's just like more lessons you can take along the journey. And why not? Like, again, this is Tony Robbins talks about references, right? References are what you can pull from in your past based on the vast like experiences you've had. And some people are like, oh, like, why would you want to go and do, you know, this, this, this drug or this medicine? Why would you want to go and do that? I was like, well, because I, I, for me, my, the way I want to live my life is I want to experience life in, in all the different ways. I want to have the highs, the lows and everything in between. And when, when this opportunity presents itself, it's like, yeah, I want to experience that. It's another reference I can add to this library of what we call life. And I feel it can be a lot of people, especially here in Perth, man, I'm going to, I'm going to say that because I've been away from Perth for the last couple of years. Perth is like a breeding ground for comfort zone because we have a very comfortable life out here. We have a good living conditions. Everyone gets to like op- great opportunities, live a good job. Not many people are like trying to like push the boundaries of what, what's, what their true potential is. You know what I mean? That's why like, I'm really mm. grateful to have crossed paths with you and some other really close friends out here in Perth who, who are doing that, trying to better themselves, trying to really like tap into their potential. But a lot of people in Perth I see are just like, they're quite comfortable just like living their life, doing, going to their job, nine to five, come home and you know, do their thing. No judgment, like nothing against that. But to me, it's like, I don't know, they're, 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 in, the, they're in the cruise control. <laughs> they're in cruise control. Like life is, is being confined to a, a narrow set of parameters where they'll never really experience the true heights because they're too afraid to experience the deep, dark lows. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know yeah. that it's isolated to Perth. I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't maybe paint it that way. Because the more, like through my 100 Coffees project, for instance, which for the listeners, challenge yourself to have 100, 100 coffees with 100 strangers in Perth to build, you know, face-to-face connection, just have interesting conversations with people. I just had number 90 just before we recorded this. I'm almost at a hundred. And you know, there's been some really unassuming sort of people in there that have surprised me and blown me mm. away with, with their life experience as well. You know, I think that here's the thing, like you can do anything with what you want and there's nothing wrong with comfort, but it is nice for people to experience their limitlessness and how much is available to them and how, you know, that they can literally do and be whatever they want and whoever they want. And I think that's probably the place I more operate from when I converse or interact with other people. It's like, do they realize or experience that of themselves? And Mm. and are they making a choice to be comfortable from a place of fear or from a place of limitlessness? Because, you know, um, yeah, I just thought about that just then. So, no, you know, that's you're dead right. Yeah, it's re- it's really interesting looking at it that way. I think what you're saying is there are a lot of people stuck in fear, and and I I, I truly believe that those you know that's all around the world. We're just seeing that with coronavirus and how mainstream media is 
spinning things and how a big majority of people are listening to the mainstream media about a lot of that stuff. But, you know, it's everyone's on their own journey and the human collective is waking up and evolving as it is and as it will. And I just feel, I think I feel really blessed that I am who I am. Like I wouldn't want to be anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I guess, I guess what I was touching upon there was like just perhaps just through the lens in which I've seen the world so far, given the fact that I was heavily in fear for the large mm part of like my and the coming out of high school coming out of university and going into a corporate job i realized it was purely it was purely fear-based i got to save money i got to be able to afford this i got to get a job that pays me really well so that i can prove to the world that i am worthy of love like a lot of it was coming from a fearful story that when i peel back the layers and i got to connect with a deeper part of myself i realized that you know wow there's, there's there is a, a younger child in here that just wants to be told he is a good he's good enough and he's worthy of love and when that process was, was done, it, it kind of freed me from having to stay in my corporate job, my accounting, my accounting job. So yeah, yeah, you're right. A good, a good distinction. I'm glad you made that, made that point. The, the difference between living from fear and knowing your limitlessness. So yeah, man, I, I, dude, I've really um, appreciated you sharing some of these insights with us because like I said before, you've, you've, you've experienced a lot in your short time on earth. So what, what's happening for you right now? What are you creating for the rest of the year? What's your, what's your intentions moving forward? Yeah, good question. Well, um, the real estate business that I own half of, so that's in Karatha in Western Australia for those people listening. That business is, is just going crazy right now and we're, we're really growing that really quickly right now. It's, it's in a really good place. I'm just working on that. I do a lot of work in special projects, working with developers, funders and to put sort of bigger development deals together, which is something I really enjoy. Sounds like all of this sounds like a lot of work, by the way, when I explain what I do, it's really not a lot of work. Like it's just, it's just meeting people and talking to them and got the expertise and kind of, you know, a lot of wisdom in that field. So it's not, it's not hard work. It's just, it's just fun for me. So that, that's probably like 20% of my time. The other, you know, 20 to 40% I'm working on Workspace Co, which is the outsourcing business, we're about to really expand our offering there. Something that we've we realized is that, you know, we provide virtual assistance and remote staff to, to people around the world, but there's actually a real need for our clients to like want community. You know, they want a community. So we're really focused next on building a community around our client base. And I'm really inspired to start building some online, like an online business course and probably business mindset, whatever it'll be. So we're just in the early stages of that. And I'm, I'm really excited by that, actually. It's the first time I've been incredibly excited by a project. And John's actually coming on board into that business. John's a friend of ours who, who sat with us with the toad. And, you know, one thing for me, like being quite a big picture thinker and someone who like I have a million ideas a day, honestly, like I, like my mind just can figure shit out quickly. Like I can see the path from A to Z instantly. That's just how my brain works. The disadvantage of that is that I, I have a thousand ideas a day. Like, you know, it's hard not to get mm. constantly stuck on doing something new. That's mm. just, I'm great at creating new things. So having someone like John in the business now who can actually bring a lot of awareness to me around the things that I know and have experienced that are tangible and lots of people will benefit from and helping me direct my energy into a product has been really, really great. So 
so yeah, I'm just working on that. And other than that, just spending time with my son and, you know, that's, that's pretty, it, pretty much it. Just seeing what unfolds. My, my podcast, obviously, as well, the Alex Waters Show. Uh, so we're up to episode 10. And, you know, I said to you before, bro, like, congratulations for getting up to 60 episodes. I think it's a real testament to your commitment of the podcast. And, yeah, really enjoying that journey for me as well. Like, just the ability to have honest and expressive conversations and explore different topics like psychedelics and, you know, business and things that I'm interested in. It's been very, very fun really fun yeah thank you man and uh yeah i definitely resonate with the journey you're on there with the podcasting and and just being able to just meet for me man one of my values is is relationships i just love meeting interesting people and having interesting conversations like it's it's the reason i became a coach (laughs) that's sort of what coaching is about just having fun interesting deep conversations so i've really I'm, i'm really grateful for this conversation and the fact that i got to meet you and i'm really glad we got to jump on this podcast and record this and this is something that I love so much about podcasting is like these conversations are like a moment in time that's been captured. And now we can look back in this, on this conversation a few years from now or later on when we get older and be like, wow, that's what we're thinking. That's the lessons we're taking from life in that moment. And even now looking back at my first 10 episodes, you know, and two years ago when I recorded them and it's like, interesting, I get to learn from myself back to where I was seeing the world back then compared to how I am now. So I'll put that out there to anyone who wants to, just like capture or record what it is that they're learning. Podcasting is just a way of doing that and sharing it with the world, but you don't have to share it with the world, but I would say definitely document it. Mm. That stuff, you know, totally agree. I had someone ask me about my podcast and it was like, do you think it's a good time to start a podcast? Like, is it too competitive now? And I was like, (laughs) like first and foremost, you know, one of my team asked me like, well, what's, what's your measure of success for the podcast, Alex? Like, what are we aiming for? And I was like, Measure my measure of success is if I'm enjoying it, if I'm having fun, <laughs> honestly. Otherwise, I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm not going to fucking do this thing for any other reason other than that. But, you know, I was like, we'll definitely play the social media game and like put it out there and, and grow engagement. I definitely want to do that, of course. But, you know, to answer this guy's question more directly, that's what I told him. And then I said, but if you want to know the answer to that, no, podcasting isn't competitive because there's actually far less people podcasting than probably any other medium of kind of social media or expression right now still. And there's, you know, there's like 8 billion people in the world right now. Mm, so, literally. you know, there's so many different markets that haven't opened up to podcasting yet and, and the internet's still spreading far and wide through the, through the internet. So, you know, I think it's easy to just to get caught up in, in that. And that question indicates to me, like, is this the right thing to do? What do you think is the answer to that? So, mm. Good one. I like that. Yeah. Whatever question you have for someone else, ask that question to yourself and allow the answer to come through. Beautiful. Yeah. Mate, thanks again for coming on here. And where can people people connect with you online? You mentioned the podcast and what else? Instagram, Facebook? Yeah. Just just look at me on Instagram. Don't really go on Facebook much. So uh, my Instagram's at Alexander Waters, W-A-T-E-R-S. And um, that's it. Yeah. Feel free to shoot me a message or connect, whatever. Amazing, man. Mate, I'm sure we'll stay in touch and we'll cross paths again very soon. But yeah, appreciate your time today, brother. And yeah, enjoy the rest Thanks of Thanks for having day. me. Thanks, bro. Hey, there we have it, guys. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. And yeah, look, if you made it this far, cool. Here's my voice again in your ear. And I'm going to make one more request for you is... Go ahead and subscribe 
and leave a comment on the podcast page because I'm really putting a lot of focus and attention on getting this podcast out to more people because I know what I'm putting in here can serve and bring value to people and it would mean a lot if you got value from this to to leave some feedback and, and subscribe so you stay up to date with what's coming up. Um, and as always, follow me on Instagram and I love hearing from you. It's at State Shifters. And until the next episode, guys, thank you so much and I appreciate you.